been providing professional valuation services for Sheridan area businesses since 1995. Schedule an appointment today to discuss how a business valuation can work for you. Parker Mellinger, 672-0785. Our $2,500 gift card giveaway is on now. Ho, 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 Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Today and every day until Friday the 23rd. We're giving away $500 in gift cards every day. Ten $50 gift card winners each day for five days for $2,500 in gift cards. Don't miss out. You can't win if you don't come in and register today. Sign up today and every day. Merry Christmas from all of us at the Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. What college is your child going to attend? How you plan today could make the difference. The steps for college planning are almost the same as retirement planning. Start by calculating approximately how much it will cost for four years of education. Then determine how much you should save each year. This is Bernie Spielman, financial advisor at Steeple Investments. Call me at 672-3434 today to plan your child's tomorrow. Steeple Investments, member SIPC and New York Stock Exchange. Is Wyoming Corporate Office your one-stop shop for everything you need for your Wyoming-based business, LLC, or corporation formulation? Yes. Service of process and mail forwarding services? Indeed. Fulfill the legal requirements for small businesses based in Wyoming? Absolutely. Wyoming Corporate Office provides the communication between your business and the state so you don't have to. Learn more by visiting wyomingcorporateoffice.com today. It's the final week to enter for a chance to win one of 12 gift certificates from Moss Holders Design Center. There's no purchase necessary. Just enter your name and number, and Moss Holders may give you a call to let you know you've won up to $500 worth of furniture. While shopping, see what Moss Holders has on sale this week. Choose a new recliner or sofa, mattress or dining set. Each day, Moss Holders has a new product on sale. Let Moss Holders put some fun in your Christmas shopping this year. Moss Holders Christmas Sale ends at 6 o'clock on December 23rd. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now, the PACT Act is a new law that expands VA health care and benefits for veterans exposed to burn pits, Agent Orange, and other toxic substances. The PACT Act adds to the list of health conditions the VA healthcare system presumes are caused by exposure to these substances. This law has the potential to provide generations of veterans and their survivors with the care and the benefits that they've earned and deserve through their service to this nation. And joining me this morning to talk about the PACT Act from the Sheridan VA Healthcare System is Veterans Benefits Administrator John Goodell. With eligibility and enrollment is Michael Elbricht and Jessica Wood and VA Community Care Program Manager Mike Barrington and Public Affairs Specialist Cherish Thompson. Good morning, VA team. Good morning. Good morning. We have got a full house this morning, and it's great to see all of you in here. Smiling faces. I love to see it. Now, a few of you are veterans. Uh, if you don't mind, what's, what branch did you serve with? Uh, my name is Mike Barrington. I served with the U.S. Army. 
U.S. Army, right on. Yes. I was I was Army Guard. All right. Uh, who else? Uh, my name is Michael Elbrecht. I'm enrollment and eligibility. I served with the Army active duty from 1999 to 2003. Uh, did a tour over in Iraq and then served active guard from 2003 till 2012 and did tours in Iraq and Afghanistan with the guard as well. Oh, wow. Stuck around for a while. Yes, sir. Now, uh, Jessica? No? John? John Goodell, U.S. Army, 1975 to 1978. 75 to 78. I was with the Army Security Agency, uh, electronic warfare. Were, uh, were you walking around in O.D. Green? <laughs> yes, I did. As a matter <laughs> of fact, a lot of it. I served uh, mostly in Okinawa for a year. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, I always wanted to serve in Japan. Uh, beautiful, beautiful area. It a is. Beautiful culture. Yes. Uh, and I think that's one of the great benefits about serving the nation is you get to travel around and uh, kind of experience the world mm-hmm. on a different level. Sometimes things go wrong. <laughs> and that's what we're here to discuss. I gave a brief overview of what the PACT Act is. Can someone fill in the cracks for me? How will this transform the lives of some veterans? I'll start. Um, the biggest thing with the PACT Act is we're opening up a lot of avenues for veterans who aren't currently using the uh, VA healthcare system to come in and get health care. We're Addressing issues that a lot of veterans have been complaining about, especially the global war on terrorism uh, generation with the burn pits and the depleted uranium and all the exposures in the Middle East. We're now actually addressing them and putting you know, a finger on, on those specific problems, whether it's with their health care and doing the toxic exposure screenings um, and follow up with those screenings, or if it's uh, referring them over to the VBA to do their disability claims. Um, the VA is kind of actually finally addressing it, similar to what they did with Agent Orange. Uh, granted, it took them a lot longer with Agent Orange, but at least they're doing it now. Yeah, it did take quite a while. Um, what had to happen to get this act through Congress? I mean, what what had to take place? <clears throat> so, unfortunately, there was a lot of veterans that were complaining about a lot of illnesses, respiratory issues, breathing problems. And a lot of them are developing weird cancers, um, and it took a lot of the a lot of those folks, unfortunately, passing to get this going and get it enacted. And uh, now the VA is looking at it as they have a big problem, and you know these were things that weren't known going into the fact. Now I was going to ask this a little bit later, but so let's uh, let's get it out there so we can. And so our listeners can understand what we're talking about. What is a burn pit? Uh, those of us who've been over there know them very well. <laughs> it's burned literally into our memory. What is a burn pit and how did those pits affect service members? So the burn pits, especially Kuwait, uh, Iraq, Afghanistan, Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, um, the major bases post 9-11, they were basically taking all the trash and it was sent out to the contractors, whether it was Halliburton, KBR, whoever, and they were essentially just burning everything from human waste to uh, military waste to just basic trash. Everything was being burned, and unfortunately, that wasn't far from the living quarters for most of our troops. Um, I, myself, I 
remember walking through the clouds of smoke every day over there, you know, and then breathing in the dust from the dust storms. And on top of that, it's, you know, I'm surprised most of us didn't come back just hacking our lungs out. But. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can remember the sandstorms. Our first one, uh, we were lucky enough to be housed in some old barracks that were used by the Iraqi Air Force. And so we got to the top on that ceiling, and we just watched it roll in. And, I mean, it is it is literally a wall of dust. Yes. It is absolutely amazing to see. And when it comes to those burn pits, you knew when they fired those bad boys up, didn't you? Boy, the smell off of those things. The was smell, that, the black smoke. Oh, it's atrocious. They were pretty big, too, weren't they? Oh, they, they were huge. They covered yeah. huge uh, yeah. masses of land to get this all burned up. Where I was, uh, when we got to Spiker, it was still a fob. Yep. It became a cob. Uh, it went from forward operating base to a central operating base while I was there, which just means that it grew. Uh, and and so that burn pit, boy, she was going all hours of the day, all hours of the day. Yeah, I was at uh, uh, LSA Anaconda Balad. Ah, and, I know uh, Anaconda yeah, well. You just, guys had a pool. Yeah, just just <laughs> south of you. Um, Unfortunately, the only time I saw the pools when I was flying it over, flying over <laughs> in the helicopters. But uh, yeah, we uh, and unfortunately, right next to that pool was the burn pit. Yeah. So yeah, and uh, just about every place that you visit, I mean, this these pits were part of the base. You had to get rid of your waste, and that is exactly how we did it. So a lot of veterans were exposed to this kind of stuff on a daily basis. Um, now, what will this? Pact Act, a uh, treat that was not being taken care of before the act itself went through Congress. Well, as far as the VBA is concerned, it opened up two new presumptives that were, uh, I've had a lot of veterans who have been denied claims because they weren't presumptives yet. And so I want my veterans to know that they can now come in and see me and reopen those claims. Uh, hypertension is the big one. And monoclonal gammopathy is the other one that's wow. open for the Vietnam veterans. Now, the list for the um, Gulf War veterans is much, much longer. Um, you can see the whole list by going to va.gov forward slash pact. I'll say it again, va.gov forward slash pact. Um, I've used the website. It's user-friendly. It'll tell you everything you want to know. And so I, I really encourage my veterans to get out there. But again, my Vietnam guys and gals, if you've ever been um, denied a claim for hypertension or the gammopathy is something new, but for hypertension, you were denied. You can now come back in and I will be happy to help you get your claim open and it will go through. Man, could you imagine hanging on to something since Vietnam, being afflicted with something? since mm-hmm. Vietnam, and and I'm sorry, but having doctors look at you and say, there's nothing I can do. Yes, and, and unfortunately, I see it every day in my office, so um, I understand completely your question. God, John, that is heartbreaking. At the same time, it you, you know, I agree with you 100%. It is heartbreaking. At the same time, we're taking the steps to get this taken care of and do the right thing, and so I, I give the VBA, I give our government... Uh, credit where it's due that finally, you know, maybe later is is still better than never for sure. So we're going to get these folks taken care of. And that's what we have to, to uh, zero in on at this point in time, in my opinion. 
Yeah, yeah. Devote all of our energy. Yes. To just getting it started. Without doubt. Uh, so if you are a, a, a veteran, you know what? It, no matter no matter where you served or how, I would suggest that you jump on that site one more time, John. Please. VA.gov forward slash pact p a c t. All right, and we're going to be able to find some lists on there. Yes, it will give every presumptive for both the Gulf War and the two new ones for the Vietnam era. And so, yes, it, it will uh, answer all their questions regarding the presumptive list. Good. Now, now, when we talk about the Gulf War, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those conflicts that kind of comes up briefly. Why? Because Schwarzkopf had his stuff together, right? He got over there. He kicked a lot of butt really fast and pulled out. But we had soldiers over there. Uh, burning things in these pits Mm -hmm. that uh, probably shouldn't have been set on fire in the first place, right? I mean, come on, that's just the way things are. So now we're taking steps to make sure that if you breathe this stuff in and it gave you something that you've been living with. Roger that, yes. Get in the VA. Yes. Get it taken care of. ASAP. The sooner the better. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll continue with the Sheridan VA healthcare team discussing... The Pact Act. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE, 103.9 FM. Share it. Bank and Trust is committed to our community. Beginning in January, we'll be donating $1,000 cash each week for 52 weeks to a qualified Sheridan County nonprofit organization. And Sheridan Media will match that with a marketing budget. First Federal is one of two mutual banks in Wyoming, which means they don't pay stockholders. They reinvest your funds right back into the place we call home. Visit efirstfederal.bank for details. Community commitment presented by First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media. Member FDIC. Remember the reason for the season. Jim and Brenda Haskett with Truebill Builders would like to take this time to say thank you to all their customers, friends, neighbors for another amazing year. There are many ways to express good wishes. A handshake, a joyous greeting, an exchange of gifts. May your holidays be merry and bright. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Jim and Brenda Haskett with Truebill Builders online at truebillbuilders.com. Have you heard? Sheridan's own Vacutech is growing and they're now hiring part-time weekend workers. Open positions include general labor, machine operators, traders, and more. Vacutech is offering weekend premium pay and a $2,000 sign-on bonus. This is the perfect opportunity to make extra money or even a great living while working weekends and enjoying the week off. For more information and to apply, visit Vacutech's Open Opportunities page on their website at vacutechllc.com. The holidays are here, and the Cozy Corner Gift Shop, just inside Sheridan Memorial Hospital, has something for everyone on your nice list. When you shop at the Cozy Corner, you're not only buying a gift, you're also giving back. We donate all of the proceeds to the Sheridan Memorial Hospital Foundation to support hospital projects. From decorations to clothing, we have all of your holiday essentials. Stop by and find the perfect gift today, and Merry Christmas from all of your Cozy Corner volunteers. It's the final week to enter for a chance to win one of 12 gift certificates from Moss Holders Design Center. There's no purchase necessary. Just enter your name and number, and Moss Holders may give you a call to let you know you've won up to $500 worth of furniture. 
While shopping, see what Moss Holders has on sale this week. Choose a new recliner or sofa, mattress or dining set. Each day, Moss Holders has a new product on sale. Let Moss Holders put some fun in your Christmas shopping this year. Moss Holders Christmas Sale ends at 6 o'clock on December 23rd. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. Our $2,500 gift card giveaway is on now. Ho, 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 Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Today and every day until Friday the 23rd. We're giving away $500 in gift cards every day. Ten $50 gift card winners each day for five days for $2,500 in gift cards. Don't miss out. You can't win if you don't come in and register today. Sign up today and every day. Merry Christmas from all of us at the Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Good morning. Welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, we're speaking on the PACT Act, and I am with Sheridan VA Healthcare System Veterans Benefits Administrator, John Goodell. With eligibility and enrollment is Michael Elbricht and Jessica Wood, VA Community Care Program Manager, Mike Barrington and Public Affairs Specialist Cherish Thompson. Now, uh, as we discuss this PACT Act, what it's going to do is it's going to give benefits uh, to a lot of individuals out there who have not had these benefits in the past, but the ailments are things that they have lived with, in some cases since the Vietnam War. What is the estimated number? Does anybody know the estimated number in our area of uh, veterans who may be walking around with these uh, afflictions? So in Wyoming, I pull the list based off of people who have either started the registries, have completed the registries, or are eligible. Um, completed the registry, there's a little over 400 veterans in the Wyoming area. Um, as well as we've completed 246 of those veterans have had appointments for the registry exams. And there's about another six to 700 that are eligible that have just never done anything with it. Wow. Could you, the registry, I, you know, I, I have a lot of my veterans come into the office and uh, have questions regarding Agent Orange, especially and I tell them to go downstairs and see you guys for the registry. Could you could you kind of elaborate on what the registry is? Yeah, John. Uh, the registries, there, there's a few different registries. There's Agent Orange, there's Airborne Hazards, Open Burn Pits, which is a combination uh, for basically everyone post-9-11. There's Depleted Uranium and Gulf War, which is your 1990-91 era, and all the way up to 1999 for anyone that was in Kuwait during the no-fly zone. There's ionizing radiation and then toxic embedded fragments. Um, those are all the official registries. The two big ones that the PACT Act hits on is the airborne hazards and burn pits as well as Agent Orange. Um, the Gulf War and depleted uranium kind of fits in with the airborne hazards and burn pits. And if you're eligible for one, you're going to be eligible for, for the other. Now, the registry exams. While we encourage all the veterans to do these exams – the big thing with them is it is purely for research. This is how the VA develops its presumptive conditions. Um, ultimately, the more veterans that we have do it, the more they can see a correlation of these you know, complaints and ailments and issues. But 
That being said, the veterans still need to come in. They still need to come in and see their primary care team. They need to still come in and, and do their follow-up to get their treatment. You know, getting their claim in is good. Getting on the registry is good. But if they're not being treated, we're not doing everything we can for them. Right. Now, for those who don't know, what is Agent Orange? Agent Orange was a defoliant um, during the Vietnam War. The Ho Chi Minh Trail was used to provide uh, the North, the North Korean, or excuse me, the North Vietnamese um, used it to travel, get supplies back and forth. And unfortunately, we couldn't keep an eye on them. We couldn't see them. And so they developed, I don't know who they are, but Agent Orange was developed as a defoliant and they would go over the jungles and in a matter of hours the jungle would start dying and then we could keep it we could uh keep an eye on them so again it's a defoliant to uh help us keep an eye on our enemies yeah yeah so essentially a lot of people might think this was a weapon but it wasn't no No. this was used to kill vegetation along the ho chi minh trail so that we could see the bad guys and their movements yes Mm -hmm. well what we considered bad guys at the time the north vietnamese army um so this stuff has basically caused multiple types of cancer, right? Or is there one specific? Multiple. Multiple. Multiple yeah. types of cancer within our, our service members who dealt with it. Maybe they were near it. Maybe they inhaled it. Because uh, people hear about it all the time. Yes. But a lot of people don't realize what it was. Well, it caught, like I say it caused a lot of different things. They have a, a rash out there that's called chloracne that is... It itches, it gets, you know, sores on you. Uh, Again, multiple myelomas, multiple cancers from Agent Orange. And so I want to know, I want to believe that they did not know what was going to happen with our veterans who are are exposed to this. But unfortunately, that's where we're at. And I I do believe in my heart that we're doing everything we can to help these people now. I mean, the presumptive list is growing. We're saying if you've had it, and even if we've denied you in the past, the VBA, come open a claim and, and we'll help you. So I think we are moved. The pendulum is swinging in mm-hmm. the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. We're at least making progress. Yes. Right. Now, um, what is it, what steps is the VA taking? Because what I'm hoping, I don't know if this is what's actually going to happen, but what I'm hoping is a massive influx of veterans take steps get in the system, get up there, and get some care. What steps is uh, our local VA here taking to ensure that uh, if this influx happens, if we got three to 400 individuals walking through the door, we're ready? So what we've done here at the Sheridan VA is we've exponentially hired significantly more people than we had in the last year. Um, We've doubled since I've been here in the last year and a half. we're hiring more as we speak. Uh, I've got more people coming into the enrollment and eligibility space to handle these uh, their claims and their uh, packets that they turn in. So the, the VA is increasing. They're trying to increase the amount of folks to do the exams, uh, hiring nurses, doctors, PAs, that sort of thing. Um, like I said, it's a work in progress and... It's a little more difficult here in Wyoming, but we are working on it. Um, the VBA has hired a huge number of people to help out with the claim aspect. We have um, several thousand veteran service representatives have been hired nationwide, 
and they're going to start working these claims January 1st. And so uh, we are ready to go. We're going to get these claims uh, open. Well, when they come in, like to me, I've already opened, I would say, a good dozen Packed Act claims. Um, and then it, I process that and get their claims open. And then, like I said, we've nationwide hired several thousand people to help work these claims and, and make it work faster. Now, I don't want you folks to to think that I am insulting you or the VA in any Not way. Not at all. All right. But that's one of the big complaints that I hear from the guys, right? Mm-hmm. The guys and the gals is claims take forever. If I if if I do get up there, when are they ever going to get back to me? Now, some people might say that's no excuse for not going. But if you suffer from anxiety, if you suffer from PTSD, if you have this list of things that you have to conquer, and and folks out there in Radio Land, please understand it is something that is is conquered every day. But you have to conquer these things just to get out the door. Now I've got to go up to a place where I may or may not be treated like I, I deserve to be there to fill out a form to wait weeks or maybe possibly months to get a word back. That, with the hiring of these new individuals, we are trying to remove that, correct? Correct. When I was, I've been with the VBA now in my position for a little over 11 years. When I first started, it was 12 months or more to start to finish to complete a claim. We're now doing claims in approximately three to four or five in five months maximum. Okay. And so, yes, it's moving much quicker now. Um, compensation and pension examinations are being uh, scheduled within a month of a claim being opened. And so, yes, uh, we're doing and, – and you're not attacking us. I don't think anyone ah, here good. feels good – feels that way. Um, but, yes, we're, do, we're doing a much better job for our veterans now than we were. And I, I hope it's a trend that continues. I yeah, won't be here another 11 years to yeah, see it. But, yeah. yeah. Now, this ain't your dad's or your grandpa's VA. Things have, things have changed, Roger especially that. since uh, the, the two wars, the war in yes. Afghanistan and the war in Iraq. How many, I mean, because I, I know you can't come out with these numbers right on the spot, but how many tens of thousands of veterans did uh, those two wars touch? You know? Hundreds of thousands. Yeah, yeah. Millions. Yeah. Uh, the Iraq, uh, the GWAT wars essentially affected uh, two generations. The folks that were getting out post-Desert uh, Storm and then all the ones that came in pre-9-11, you know, and now their kids are going into the military at this point. We're not only talking about the soldiers and sailors, we're talking about their families and oh, how yes. it affects when you say millions of people, yeah. we're talking yeah. the whole gamut and we do our best to help the families as well. That's one thing that I've always tried to put forward. Uh, you know, when people say, hey, thanks for the sacrifice, you know, they walk up, they shake your hand. Uh, it's, it's great to hear, but the depth of that sacrifice, you know, it doesn't just affect me. No, it, it's it's hard to explain to somebody because, you know, the military is good about teaching you how to go away and go do your job. It doesn't tell you how to come back, nor does it tell your family what to do. Yeah. You know, and that's that's one of the biggest aspects that I see with a lot of broken marriages and just um, myself included. People having trouble coming back and reassimilating. You know, I, I haven't verified this, but I've heard on multiple occasions the divorce rate within the military, at least in our generation, Michael, was somewhere in the 90s. You know, you come back and, and you know, the VA is, has always been there, but, uh, you know, it's had to grow 
like every organization. It's had to learn. Yeah, exactly. And so that's what brings us to where we are here. Now, when it comes to the survivors, uh, when it comes to those individuals who may have, I, I took care of my husband for, for 30, 40 years after he was in Vietnam with Agent Orange, and I watched the system fail him over and over and over. John, what can they do? Well, in the case of a death, we take care of the survivor with what we call dependency and indemnity compensation, DIC. It's also known as a widow's pension. So even after the death of a veteran, we try and help the family members. We have burial benefits. We have all, just a whole range of things to help family members, especially after a death. Um, there are no programs, to my knowledge right now, to help um, family members who are dealing with PTSD. Uh, I think the, the veterans could probably get family counseling I might turn to you guys over here for that. Yeah, so right now there's a couple different programs for veterans and their spouses, families that are dealing with these issues, one of them being the Caregiver Support Program. Um, you can sign up for that as a spouse. If you're taking care of you know, your, your significant other, you have to help them get to work or pay the bills or you know, just mundane daily tasks. You're essentially doing the job, and you can get compensated for that. Also, um, the VA gives marriage counseling, family counseling, therapy um, to veterans and their families because it's it's a hard transition. Sometimes it's hard to get that dialogue going unless everyone's in the room. And the VA has leaps and bounds grown to to uh, you know work with that and address it. So yeah, because if if uh, I'll tell you this from personal experience, if things are bad at the house. They're bad all over. Yes, sir. You know, going to work, going to play, whatever you're going to do, if things are bad at the house, we're going to have a tough day, Mm -hmm. even if work is a good day. So uh, taking care of that is a a big issue. It's always kind of been one of those issues that always concerned me because a lot of these veterans who did suffer from these cancers, you know, uh, their wives, their spouses, uh, their wives and husbands trying to take care of them through this whole thing. While someone who was supposed to have your back is saying, eh, we can't do anything for you. Well, the VBA side of it also has what we call aid and attendance. And it's very similar to the caregiver program on the hospital side of things. So, again, if we have a spouse or a, a son or daughter who are taking care of the veteran in situations where they can't take care of themselves, the aid and attendance program will give compensation to that person for doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've got a, a brother who's uh, pretty disabled. He's pretty high up on that list. His wife takes care of him, and that's what she does for a living. Yeah. Then, she, then she may qualify. Yeah. I would have them uh, go in and find a, a veteran service representative or a veterans benefits regional office. Um, and mine is in Cheyenne. And so... Find somebody with the VBA and ask about aid and attendance. Fantastic. Fantastic. You know, getting paid uh, to basically be his nurse. Uh, and it's not about the conversation. I think uh, it, you're, you're eliminating one more pressure on that family member. That's the biggest part of it. You know, the money's one more thing I got to worry about. Absolutely. How am I going to pay the yes. bills, too? Yep. You know, taking care of you yep. after you, you went over and did exactly what you're supposed to do. And now I've got to take care of you, or it's their pleasure to take care of them. But I also got to get the bills paid. Mm-hmm. 
So it this is going to help out. Also be used for respite for the caregiver. Um, if you have a family member, they need some time away too. They need some rest. So the aid and attendance is paid to the veteran in their monthly uh, payment for service-connected disabilities. But that money can be used to have an alternate nurse or somebody come in and give that family member some rest. Um, so that she can take a break. Right. If anyone has ever done it, um, it's very difficult on the, on the caregiver, too. And so they need some rest. That can be used for that. Now let's go back to our terminology here. Presumptive condition for toxic exposure. We've said this a few times. I don't know if we've really gotten into depth of why it's presumptive. But why is it presumptive, John? Well, it's presumptive because it's been proven that the burn pits and Agent Orange caused the uh, problems, the, the disease that's going on with our veterans. So we are saying if you have these things, we are going to presume becomes a presumptive we're going to presume that it was caused by the burn pits it was caused by agent orange and so we're like say the new one hypertension i have a lot of veterans who are coming in who have been denied in the past for hypertension and now we're going to say we presume that because you were exposed to agent orange we have your dd214 we know that you were in vietnam or cambodia or laos or wherever some you know we're and that that's opening up to we have a great many more countries that we're finding out we sprayed this stuff and so we're we're saying we presume that you have this because you were exposed and we're going to grant your claim so in that i don't have to sit there and prove things anymore no and the claim will go through quicker and we'll start getting them the compensation that they deserve for serving their country and having this happen to them it's absolutely amazing what one little word in, yes. a, in a pact can yes, do, sir. Right? It is, as a it's, matter it's, of fact. Yeah, one little word can make a world of difference. Tell me about the toxic screenings. How do we test for exposure to something like this over 30 years ago? So the toxic exposure screening is a new process that we, to be brutally honest here, we haven't even begun yet. It starts uh, January 1st. It's going to be done with their primary care team at the VA. So it's going to be a clinical reminder. So when they go in, the doctor's asking the basic questions. Hey, you're due for a flu shot. You know, you need, you know, this immunization, whatever. Also on there is going to be, have you ever been to any of these areas? Have you, were you, did you serve in this conflict? Do you have any of these problems? You know, uh, for the Gulf War guys, do you have any breathing problems? And once they trigger yes to anything on that, then it gets referred to our environmental health coordinator, um, which is myself and and a provider, and then we start addressing it on our end to see what we can do, um, as well as there's going to be treatment and follow-up care for triggering that positive reaction to that reminder. How long are these going to take? Uh, you're talking just a couple minutes. It's five or six questions. It's, it's super easy, um, but then once they come in and – Trigger that, then we can start looking, okay, so they have this problem. Maybe they need follow-on care. Maybe they need an X-ray, a CT, a breathing test. You know, it, it's go, just going to start compounding these issues where, you know, a lot of guys like yourself and myself, you know, we've gone in and said, hey, I have breathing problems. They're like, okay, you know, here's some asthma treatment, you know, steroids. Right, right. Here's some drops. and But they're not directly associating it to your military service. Now the VA is going – 
we need to actually look at their military service, not what they're doing right now and what they're presenting in front of us now, but maybe there's something to all of this and, and going back further and looking at it. You know, there's a list of instances that I can think back on in my time over there. I've, I've got a, a friend who pulled someone out of a burning vehicle and got a, a esophagus full of hot smoke. Uh, he was never the same again. Denied a claim. Could he come down and, and fill out this paperwork? By all means, I would, I would encourage him to come in and open a claim. If he's in my area to come in and see me, um, he would have to fill up a form that would tell what happened to him. He'd have to be pretty succinct in, in his description. And if he could get a lay statement from a buddy, a buddy statement saying, this is what he did for me, by all means, yes. It, it, everything the VBA does is evidence-based. And so they have to be able to say, here's what happened, and I can show you here's what happened. Um, and so, yeah, I would encourage him 100% to come in and see me. Fantastic. Or, or any VSR. You know, we're blessed in Wyoming to have the Wyoming Veterans Commission, and they have veteran service officers who work throughout the state to uh, help get claims open. They basically do what I do, but they're state employees, and I'm fed. Okay. Okay. So but essentially these are kind of our local reps, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The ones who are going to fight to make sure that our benefits. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Uh, when it comes to that individual who uh, I imagine may be listening right now, maybe taking that bronze star that you earned and putting it on somebody's desk might get you those benefits, my friend. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to continue with the Sheridan VA healthcare team discussing the PACT Act. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust is committed to our community. Beginning in January, we'll be donating $1,000 cash each week for 52 weeks to a qualified Sheridan County nonprofit organization. And Sheridan Media will match that with a marketing budget. First Federal is one of two mutual banks in Wyoming, which means they don't pay stockholders. They reinvest your funds right back into the place we call home. Visit efirstfederal.bank for details. Community commitment presented by First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media. Member FDIC. What's next? Champion Funeral Home can help you through this phase of life. They provide support and personal services while helping you create a meaningful tribute to your loved one. Champion Funeral Home has been locally owned and operated since 1911, providing compassion and care to Sheridan and Johnson County. Visit Champion Funeral Home at championfh.com or call 674-6329. This Christmas message from Mandy Koltiska at Century 21 BHJ. Santa Paws reminds you, Christmas is a time for love and friendship. Why not give a furry gift that will last? One size fits all cats and dogs, brightening your dark days, getting you off the couch and providing unconditional love. Big dogs, little dogs, tall dogs, short dogs, fat cats, skinny cats, funny cats, and sit-on-your-lap cats. Happy Holidays and Meowy Christmas from the Dog and Cat Shelter. 
Wrap Plumbing and Heating has been serving Sheridan since 2010. With all these years of experience, you can rely on them to handle all of your plumbing and heating needs. From new construction to remodels, repairs of existing systems to retrofitting, Wrap Plumbing and Heating can do it all. They are professional, clean, and courteous. Call 429-1196 for all your plumbing or heating needs. As we like to say, if you find a leak, let Dan take a peek. Want to save money this holiday season? At Legacy Diamond & Gems, they have a wide selection of beautiful jewelry all on sale up to 50% off. Their total store renovation in 2023 motivates them to sell at discounts like never before. Again, save up to 50% off in-stock items only for a limited time. Hurry into Legacy Diamond & Gems while the selection is at its best and where quality and value are always in style. Legacy Diamond and Gems, 11 North Main Street in downtown Sheridan. Our $2,500 gift card giveaway is on now. Ho, 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 Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Today and every day until Friday the 23rd, we're giving away $500 in gift cards every day, 10 $50 gift card winners each day for five days for $2,500 in gift cards. Don't miss out. You can't win if you don't come in and register today. Sign up today and every day. Merry Christmas from all of us at the Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Good morning and welcome back to Public Policy, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Bonning this morning. Speaking on the PACT Act, I am with Sheridan VA Healthcare System Veterans Benefits Administrator John Goodell. Eligibility and enrollment, Michael Elb. I Elbrick. Elbrick. I, I apologize. No problem. Uh, and Jessica Wood, VA Community Care Program Manager Mike Barrington and Public Affairs Specialist Cherish Thompson. Now, we've been going over the PACT Act. We've been going over who's eligible, who's not. The best thing to do, in my opinion, is if you served overseas, go in. Just go in, talk to these individuals. Go down the list. Get your boxes checked. Maybe you're eligible for stuff and you don't even know about it. Uh, I, before the show, we were having a conversation. I was eligible for things that I had no clue I was eligible for until a very nice lady up here at the Sheridan VA finally said, Whoa, 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 whoa. No one's gone over this with you? Let's talk. She kept me on the phone 15 minutes and my world changed. I was eligible for a whole bunch of stuff that nobody ever told me I was eligible for. That happens a lot. So my recommendation, you're a veteran, you served overseas, get up there. Walk through that door. If you're not registered, register. Make sure you get your name on that list. Check those boxes. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Barrington, I want to come to you. You haven't said much, but the reason being isn't because you're not an expert in in your field. It's because the community aspect of this is going to come a little bit later, right? But I served with individuals. My, my The home of my unit was Afton, Wyoming. That's a heck of a long way away to try and get these benefits. I, can't, I couldn't just walk into a, a VA over there. I kn- there's outreaches now, but that took a long time to get outreaches over there. Yes. You know, you've got an entire platoon of individuals who deployed together to a, a conflict, who were in conflict, 
And then finally they had to fight to get the VA out there. So I want you to share with uh, the individuals out there that this program, like other portions of the VA, has changed, hasn't it? Yes. Yes, it has. Um, the PACT Act is, has expanded um, the conditions for which um, veterans will be able to uh, come in for care. But the community care aspect of it, like you said, will come into play a little bit later. Um, once the veterans get on board and get eligible and, and you know determine eligibility, get on board, then we'll be able to um, provide that care out in the community for those veterans because uh, Wyoming is such a rural area, it's very difficult for the veterans to get that um, care um, within VA because there's a lot of specialties that we do not provide inside the walls of VA in Wyoming. So we have to send them out to the community. So the more, um, as Mike Elbrecht was explaining earlier, the more they um, start seeing their packed um, providers, their primary care teams, then they start determining certain conditions or diagnoses and we're not able to do that at the v take care of them at the va we'll be sending them out or if they meet their drive time or wait time with regards to um how far away they live from a primary care provider, their cboc or the sheridan va then that eligibility will determine if they'll be able to get that care in the community a lot of veterans live out in the middle of nowhere in this state, don't they? Yes, they do. Yes. <laughs> and it's and it's difficult for them. Um and it, and it's very challenging and you know, we're we're here to help them. We're here to help you through this process and it's a uh, um having being a veteran myself, I can empathize. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's fantastic. I think the the VA kind of works like remember the back in the day of um HMOs and that kind of thing. It's kind of like that. You need to, you get rewarded for going in and seeing your provider. You can't just go a couple of years and not have been seen by the VA yes. and then come back and think that they're ready to go. I mean, they need to, they need to establish where you are in your healthcare journey right then. So people need to be coming with regularity to the VA to be seen so that they can get all the benefits that they're eligible for. And, you know, it's one of those situations, uh, and this is something that uh, we were talking about before the show. I had no idea uh, that the VA offered as much as they did until I got to the point I had nowhere else to go. I had hit my rock bottom. I spent 14 years inside of a bottle, and when I finally decided to crawl out, everybody else was gone. So I had to go to the VA and without the VA, I wouldn't be here today, but it took that to get me through that door, literally uh, verge of death to finally say, well, maybe I should give these guys a shot. Once I walked in there, started to talk with these individuals, they finally were like, good to see you. Let's go down the list of stuff that you should have been coming in to do for the past seven years. I would have called you names. Yeah, absolutely. What's wrong with you and why have you not been here? Right, right. Okay. But there is like a misconception out there for some of those in our generation where, well, two things. That's my dad's organization, not mine. And second, all he ever does is complain about it. Right. Why, I don't need that headache. No, unfortunately, it's something that we hear every single day. Yes, you do. know, I, I get people who come in. World War II, Korea veterans, mm -hmm. all the way up to, you know, guys who got out last year. 
And they come in and they're complaining about the the same issues. But the fact is they just need to come in and talk to us. I don't know that they're not sitting there until they present to me. You come in and talk to me. I will bend over backwards to help you. But like you said, I went through the same experience. And, and it's difficult to swallow your pride, come in and ask for that help. You know, it's it's nobody's looking down on you. Nobody, there are more people there that are are doing that same thing that you don't even realize and are better off for it. So just come in and talk to us. I will do everything in my power to help you. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, real quick, I've only got about three minutes left. John, what do I need uh, in hand when I walk in to talk to you? One of the main things that you need is a DD two fourteen. And that way I can see if you what your if your uh, honorable under honorable conditions whatever your discharge was then I can go take the next step to help you open a claim if you have any um, medical things any medical pieces of evidence that you want to put forth with a claim that you want to open bring those don't bring me war and peace I don't want 300 pages that's not a know, summary is good I enough need right meat and potatoes uh, but yeah, any evidence you have in a DD two fourteen, and come on in. Let's talk and and see what I can do for you, Michael. What's your number? If, if a veteran out there needs to get a hold of you, my phone number is six seven five three four eight two. Feel free to call um, if you, if I'm not there or I'm busy. Just leave a message. I will get back to you. Anything you guys need, um, even if you have questions about VBA, community care, whatever. Like I said, I'm a veteran. I've gone through this, and I would be more than happy to help you walk through the programs. Our inside man, right? Yes, sir. There you go. Our, you're still in the trench. Right? This, <laughs> this is this is picking up where I left off from the military. Exactly. This is, this is my dedication now. We're yeah. giving back. Yep. Yeah. The, the service uh, never left you. Uh, you just changed jobs. Right? Yes, sir. Now, uh, Mike, what is your number? And if someone needs to contact you and learn a little bit more about this outreach, what do I need to do? So I will give you the number for the community care line directly. So that is 672-3473, extension 7520. Again, 672-3473, extension 7520. And that's the community care line. And um, the most important thing with community care is to make sure that you have a valid authorization when you get care out in the community. All right. Fantastic. VA team, I want to thank all of you for everything that you do for our veterans thank you. every thank day. You. And I, I thank you for coming in and speaking with me this morning. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Share it. Beginning in January, we'll be donating $1,000 cash each week for 52 weeks to a qualified Sheridan County nonprofit organization. And Sheridan Media will match that with a marketing budget. First Federal is one of two mutual banks in Wyoming, which means they don't. 
I'm with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. Honda is back at it again with another great redesign. Tell me more. The brand new CRV is sleek and modern inside and out. It has more leg room and cargo space. And I got to tell you, I've been driving it for a few weeks and it's by far the easiest and most convenient vehicle I've ever driven. I should check that out. You should. And while you're visiting, we'll give you an offer to buy your current vehicle. And if you sell us your vehicle before the end of December, we'll give you a $100 gas card. Get some extra Christmas cash at Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Hey, this is Sean Hannity, and you are listening to News Talk 930 KROE. Some people like their morning coffee for the rush, but savoring that creamy, sweet McCafe is your signature move for making that morning rush slow way down. Take your time and add caramel to your hot, iced, or blended coffee. Right now, get a $2 any-sized iced coffee. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Our $2,500 gift card giveaway is on now. Ho, ho, ho. Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Today and every day until Friday the 23rd. We're giving away $500 in gift cards every day. Ten $50 gift card winners each day for five days for $2,500 in gift cards. Don't miss out. You can't win if you don't come in and register today. Sign up today and every day. Merry Christmas from all of us at the Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. The holiday season is upon us, and the Wyoming Beer Distributors Association would like to remind you to enjoy your favorite alcoholic beverage responsibly. If you've had too much to drink, don't drive. If you host a party, be the perfect host to make sure your guests don't drive with one too many under their belt. Drinking and driving just don't mix. The Wyoming Beer Distributors wish everyone a happy and safe holiday season. This message sponsored by the Wyoming Beer Distributors Association, the Wyoming Association of Broadcasters, and this station. MDU wants you to get lit this holiday season. Oh, oh, not not that way. They want to see your holiday decorations. Take a photo of your pretty lights and holiday decorations and upload it to the Get Lit for the Holidays photo contest presented by MDU. There's plenty of incentive. You could win a $200 gift certificate to Sheridan Liquor, $200 in chamber bucks from MDU, and $200 in chamber bucks from State Farm Insurance and Gardner. Upload your photo now on the contest page at SheridanMedia.com. Winner by most votes must be 21 to enter. KROE, Sheridan, broadcasting from the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio. KROE!